Welcome to the Sports Biz Show. Today we have with us Neha Agarwal, a former Indian table tennis player who participated in Beijing Olympics in 2008, the only woman from India to feature in the discipline. She holds a master's in sports management from Columbia University and is currently the head of partnerships and communications at Olympic Gold Quest, a not-for-profit foundation working towards the development and preparation of elite athletes and Olympians such as Gagan Narang, Mary Kom and Saina Nehwal amongst others. Today we'll be speaking to Neha about her journey from being an Olympian to now working off the court to developing champions for the world's biggest stage. Let's dive into it. Hello Neha, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thanks Ananya for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. Um would love to start off with uh, your current role at the Olympic Gold Quest and what is a day-to-day working as the head of partnerships and communications for you entail? Sure. So um um uh, like you know Olympic Gold Quest is a not-for-profit organization. Uh, it was started by Geet Sethi and Prakash uh, Padukone um uh, a decade back and uh, uh the day to day job for for me uh, as head of partnership is raising funds for ogq uh, all funding that we receive is through donations uh from uh, csr or from corporates or from hnis and family foundations so um it's being aggressive on the go meeting donors meeting potential uh people who could uh, potentially donate to ogq um building strong uh, communication with the donors uh sound uh, you know telling them about uh, olympic gold quest and what uh, the olympic world looks like and how the athletes are preparing and things like that um apart from that i also manage a few para athletes as well so that's also uh, something i do at olympic gold quest so it's it's pretty busy that way you have to be always on the go always uh, hustling uh, every single day that way i'm sure you're used to the hustle because um, you represented india at the beijing olympics in 2008 in table tennis while you were still studying at st stephen's college in delhi um how were you able to balance um you know your academics while competing at that level And and before you start, just curious, what course did you pursue at Saint Stephen's? <laughs> yeah, so I did a BA program course because if I had opted for anything else, I would have definitely not been able to go to the Olympics. Uh, but I think the power of a good institution really matters, uh, and that is why even in school, um, you know, I was at DPS Arkipuram, and now after uh, uh, Saint Stephen's, you know, I went to Columbia. So I really do believe in the power of uh, having a good institution builds your network. Balancing sport and uh, education was all about time management. And uh, as athletes, um, you know, we learn how to focus and uh, and stay and perform uh, within the given time frame, uh, right? And uh, for me, I was always curious about uh, you know things apart from what was. Uh, there in my training uh, schedule so you know i would read the paper i would uh, go to school i would be interested in other things so i uh, had an inclination to study as well and thus because the environment of at home was also very conducive to uh, you know being humble staying grounded and not too many distractions 
so a typical day for me uh, uh, you know would look like i would uh, wake up at 4:45 i would uh, then do my warm up my uh, dad had got a table at home so my coach would come at around 5:20 we would start training from 5:30 to 6:30 that was like an hour of very focused uh, uh, technical training and then i would go to school come back uh, train from 3 to 6:30 then uh, go for my tuitions because there that's where i would get an hour uh, do all my homework and understand what i could not understand at school and then come back home and sleep so that was my whole schedule uh, for uh, you know for as long as i was in school and really helped me to uh, sort of stay focused and that also meant that you know you have to uh, give up your uh, social life you know you 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 don't uh, you don't have a normal childhood you know i i i for for the longest time i i did not have good friends um uh, you know you miss all your uh, family uh, gatherings you know you don't have birthday parties to go to you're not going out for uh, movies etc so uh, that's sort of the life you live and uh, i think uh, you then definitely uh, reap the results as well of that uh, that disciplined life that we had mm. makes sense Uh, no that's a reality that obviously a very few people share so um it's it's good to have that in the open uh but on the part of your school and having that network uh, up until you pursued pursued sports as a professional did your school maybe if it was you know your high school your dbs rkp or st stephens as your college did that play a role in promoting you to pursue more sports did that provide the sports environment or was it you primarily like you said at home but you got the actual push and ability to learn no they they definitely uh, contributed in the way that they gave the comfort uh, to be okay to say miss the half yearly exams or uh, say take it at a later date so they gave that way the the call, the school and college uh you know gave the uh flexibility to miss classes sport means you know i was i started uh, uh representing india when i was uh, uh 13 years old so in in under 14 and under 17 so i was always traveling as well so they gave the flexibility to you know miss classes and then come back and write your exams at my convenience right i remember for my uh, 12th standard um i was traveling uh, during my pre board exams so they organized separate uh, pre board exams for me and then the teachers would you know help me after school do uh, catch up on the things that i uh, missed out so definitely plays a big role in giving you the comfort level and not the stress because being an athlete you, you cannot be stressed ki oh my schools uh, my classes are being missed i need to cover up i need to catch up on that i think it's it has to be a conducive environment overall to help you focus on being an athlete if you've chosen that for yourself hmm so when you retired from table tennis what made you make the switch to the business side and the development side of sports yeah so uh, for me it was not really when i retired i think uh, the retirement was uh, 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 was to make that switch Hmm. primarily i i knew that uh, i want to you know do something in uh, the business side of sport and uh, more importantly uh, you know be in a space where i can help the indian athletes uh, train better do things better uh, things that the mistakes that we made at at you know at in my career 
uh, and that's only because of lack of support uh, you know overall support that indian athletes gave so i always had that uh, vision and that aim uh, that you know if i can do something better to help the next generation of athletes train better and thus win uh, olympic medals for india i would do it because i was only as good as to take part at the olympics but uh, for me the gap from taking part to actually winning an olympic medal was big right and i truly feel that indian athletes have the potential and the talent to do that it's just that we are not nurtured in the right way so for me that was uh, a very big a um, motivating factor to uh, actually make that switch and be in a space where i can contribute to that mm. how did you garner the skills uh, post your athletic days to uh, help you up until in your career up until now and what are the skills that have actually helped you in your career up until now I think the biggest was to uh, do a, a sports management uh, degree. So I went to Columbia University to do my masters in sports management, and for me that was one of the best decisions I made because it helped me really in a smooth transition from being an athlete to uh, then a sport professional. Um, just to give you how raw I was, I had never made a PowerPoint presentation until I went to Columbia. and uh, you know those are something so basic that the indian education system at that time for me did not really put me into that hustle right and of course i was busy training uh, uh, at that time so uh, i i had to really go back to the drawing board and learn uh, things that uh, would be needed uh, to survive and excel in the business world um and 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 thus uh, i think that experience uh, at columbia was uh, really valuable and uh, after that uh, i did a couple of internships as well i interned at the united states olympic committee um where i i understood how uh, what are various aspects for an an international um you know an organization needs uh, where they're preparing the athletes so really understood the structure of the uh, of the usoc and uh, understood how they're raising funds how are they supporting athletes and how can one non for profit be so strong in a country uh, where you know they're producing so many olympic medalists um uh, i also worked at the international uh, table tennis federation uh, where uh, i worked as a um, a website editor uh, over there and there i got to really um work on my writing skills and uh, you know talk about table tennis the way it was not spoken about so that was something uh i did at the side i also went ventured into commentary uh for a while and uh, you know sort of tested my skills there but really the learning happened uh when i joined olympic gold quest and and i sort of knew that i need to be here because when i was an athlete i was i always dreamed that uh, can i be supported by olympic gold quest in my journey uh, as an athlete and it was a no brainer for me to join that and the skills i think um in terms of the skills i think you need to be smart you need to uh you need to hustle you need to uh 
uh, get the job done. I think uh, those are some softer skills, which is what sport has also taught you to stay humble and stay grounded and to be a team player. I think the other skills on specifically on various aspects, say accounting, fundraising, communication, and other things, research that can always be learned. I think the softer skills with sport has really taught me uh, has uh, contributed uh, in in firstly in a successful transition and then as i move up my career to help me uh, gradually uh, you know go up the ladder from um, you know your experience as an athlete do you think the scope of table tennis has changed uh, now with the advent not only the commercialization but with the advent of leagues such as um, you know we got ultimate table tennis do you think uh, there has been some gaps that have been fulfilled and what do you think still lies in the industry that needs to be fulfilled uh, further? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think the uh, at 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 my time we did not have the belief that we can beat the Chinese and the Japanese and the best in the world. I think the major difference in the current generation is the belief. Right, they they have that belief that they can succeed. We saw the biggest example in Manika Batra when she won uh, the singles and the teams uh, at the Commonwealth Games in 2018. Right, and who would have thought that an Indian woman could do that? So I think it's it's a lot in in uh, in in the fact that the Indian table tennis players have that, and it's the attitude which is very very uh, good. Uh, which and why do they get this? Because of course the facilities has improved. I think the Table Tennis Federation of India uh, is doing a good job. Uh, of course, there's a lot to improve. Uh, there's always things to improve. But I think what we were and from what we are now, we've come a long way. Even from uh, the support from the the sports ministry, SAI, uh, the top scheme. I think it's been great for the table tennis players overall. Uh, We've, we've had two very good foreign coaches who've uh, really shaped, um, you know, the the Indian the Indian table tennis players, especially Manika and Satyan uh, overall. So uh, I think it's a great time to be an, uh, a table tennis player in India. And uh, I can only see us doing well, um, you know, Archana Kamat and Dia Chitle, whom we also support at OGQ are one of India's top. Uh, junior players uh, now doing excellent. Archana finished fourth at the youth Olympics level. And, you know, so you you know that the margins are really fine now and our girls and boys can do their. Satin uh, is, uh, came in the top, uh, uh, top 25 in the world. I mean, who would have ever thought that? So I think we're doing great. Of course, we need now more consistency. Our, our cadets of junior players, 12, 13, 14 year olds, need that exposure, which they have, which, you know, say Manika or Satyan have got. And uh, we need that consistency. I think that's where we are lacking right now. But I'm, I'm very confident that Indian table tennis is going to do excellent in the near future. Interesting. Um, and at OGQ, what are those specific verticals that you want to target for those athletes? Um, how you can sort of bridge that gap uh, for that athlete in table tennis? Yeah, I think for uh, uh, from the OGQ perspective, uh, you know, what we do is we bring in the expertise. We work very closely with the government, uh, with Sports Authority of India, uh, uh, you know, the top scheme. And uh, we work together to identify the gaps. I think, uh, and that's why the biggest is the, the expertise, you know, so the things like having a good nutritionist, having a good physiotherapist, 
uh, and uh, we've been able to fill in those gaps and you know work together as a system to provide the best uh, facilities to our athletes also international exposure um things like that so it's uh, overall been uh, an overarching good support for uh, these athletes through olympic gold quest mm. is is there a pipeline that um, ogq has been able to tap into where the talent is being nurtured from um is, is there a way to sort of uh, figure out who who has that right talent and how and which factors to sort of pinpoint to to work on uh, when it comes to india where where the gap may not i mean in hope we're ho- in the hopes that the gap doesn't widen as uh, you know these athletes move from those sub junior levels to the senior level so is is there sort of a missing is there a bridge that needs to be fulfilled in that sense yeah the, see the, you have to identify kids when they are 12 13 14 years old because once you teach them the right things at that that age you're you're then putting the right processes in place and nurturing them for the long run if you uh, because say at 2021 it's very hard to unlearn what you've already learned right so uh, we are able to identify our kids as young as 12 13 14 and put the right processes in place uh, and then uh, you know give them the right support and i think uh, when you support a bunch a pool of athletes uh, uh, who are talented uh, and you give them the right uh support i think uh, india has a lot of talent and has a lot of potential uh like i uh, i said before it's the the facilities that we need to provide them uh they will definitely do well so at at ogp we've been able to identify those at the right time and uh and put those processes in place for them to you know do well in the long run yeah uh lastly what's your piece of advice to olympians like yourself um aspiring to sort of stick and um, pursue their sport make it further in their professional careers as well as to olympians who have now who are now looking to transition much like yourself uh how you did a few years back i think the biggest uh, advice is to um you know uh, get those skills that will help you transition because uh, uh, as olympians we get we're so deeply involved in in doing what you know what we do that's sport uh, the the other skill set is something which is not really nurtured and that will definitely go a long way you'll need those to uh, you know do well in the next say 20 30 years of your life as you move transition into the management and administration side so acquired those work on those and i think just using your experience to to the fullest all all us olympians in india uh, you know have faced uh, a lot of difficulties and the system now is great there's so much support from uh, you know the government side so we, it's an exciting time uh, you know to be an athlete in india so the ones who've retired i think firstly to come back to the system and work for the development of indian sport um you know get those skills to help you transition smooth and then follow your uh, you know dream whatever it is uh, to help uh, to help india basically uh, you know become a sporting superpower uh, i think if if the the past uh, you know the, the retired olympians can come back into the system and contribute i think uh, that will be invaluable for the indian uh, uh, sports ecosystem Very well said. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, with that, it brings me to the end of my questions. Uh, but it was great 
learning from you about your experience as an Olympian and how you've been able to transition those skills and brought them on to the administrative and the development side with OGQ. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Ananya. Thank you so much. And congrats to you as well for doing so great with the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share for the best tips and trends in the world of sports business wherever you listen to podcasts. Reach out with social media to connect or collaborate. Links will be in the bio. See you next time.